1: Good morning. My name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week right here on 985 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 32 of 2023, and show number 1190, if you're keeping track that way. This week, we continue into August with a celebration of the 25th anniversary of the point-and-click adventure Grim Fandango. Back in the 90s, these games were all the rage, with the main companies being Sierra Online and LucasArts. Now, personally, I remember playing nearly exclusively the LucasArts games, including Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, Full Throttle, Day of the Tentacle, and The Dig. Now, while I knew of the Sierra games, they were not generally on my radar. Though I did play Phantasmagoria by Sierra back when I used to review video games back in the 90s. So enter Grim Fandango, a late 90s entry into the point-and-click genre. It is generally considered the last of the genuine classic to come from LucasArts. Development began soon after the completion of the point-and-click adventure Full Throttle in June of 1995. Graham Fandango was an attempt by LucasArts to kind of rejuvenate the point-and-click, kind of on its decline by 1998. Now, in response to complaints that Full Throttle was too short, and I agree, I finished the game in three days, Tim Schafer set a goal of having twice as many puzzles as Full Throttle, which demanded a more lengthy and ambitious story to accommodate them. Now, according to Schaefer, the game was developed on a $3 million budget. It was the first of the LucasArts adventures since Labyrinth not to use the what is known as the Scum Edge Engine, uh, using instead the Sith Engine pioneered by Jedi Knight Dark Forces Two. As the basis of the new Grim E engine. This is a lot of technical stuff that, uh, if, if you want to find out, look it up online. Uh, it's actually kind of interesting. There's some very interesting um, explanations, and more than more more technical explanations better than I could give. Now the game's success led to the language's use in many other games and applications, including Escape from Monkey Island and Baldur's Gate. Now the game Grinfendango is set in the land of the dead and a retrofuturistic style of the nineteen fifties, through which recently departed souls represented in game as hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, Calaca like figures travel before they reach their final destination. The story follows travel agent Manuel 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 rather Manny Calavera. Now The game fuses elements such as Aztec Afterlife with film noir style and influences including the films of, the, of Maltese Falcon, On the Waterfront, and Casablanca. Grim Fandango was praised for its art direction and art design and was selected for several awards and is often listed as one of the greatest video games of all time. Unfortunately, it was a commercial failure and contributed towards LucasArts' decision to stop adventure game development. That and the decline of the adventure game genre was also a factor. Now, back at the time, I didn't play Grim Fandango as I had moved on from point-and-click adventures, though I have to admit that point-and-click adventures still hold a place in my heart, in particular The Dig and Fate of Atlantis. Now... The music was written by LucasArts' mainstay composer, Peter McConnell. Now, Grim Fandango combines orchestral scores, South American folk music, jazz, bebop, swing, and big band music, inspired by the likes of Duke Ellington and Benny Goodman, as well as composers Max Steiner and Adolf Deutsch. It also includes many other influences, including traditional Russian, Celtic, Mexican, Spanish, and Indian strings. The score featured live musician, musicians rather that McConnell knew or made contact with in San Francisco's Mission District, including a mariachi band. Now, the soundtrack was released on CD in 1998. Now, the soundtrack was very well received. IGN called it a beautiful soundtrack that you will find yourself listening to even after you're done the game. Game Revolution, in its game review, praised as one of the most memorable soundtracks to grace the inside of a cranial cavity where an eardrum used to be. Uh, PC Gamer, in its 2014 list of top 100 games, acclaimed Grim Fandango for including one of the best soundtracks in PC gaming history. Hope I'm not overselling it here. In 2017... Fact Magazine also listed it as one of the 100 best video game soundtracks of all time. Quite a lot of praise. So, why don't you sit back, have a listen to the 1998 soundtrack to Grim Fandango, as we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of this game. Back in a bit. A little bit of music from the 1998 game grim fandango we'll return to that a bit in a bit but uh, i just wanted to say that if you're interested in any of the film television or video game music that i do play here on the show by all means you can contact me at of course visionsinsound at gmail.com you can also try me online at facebook.com slash visions i am on the twitter At Visions Sound, you can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca, where this show will appear in roughly about uh, a couple of hours' time, and we'll go from there. I also can be found on GoodPods, a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices, and you can also find me on Apple Music as well as other pod catchers as well. So welcome back to Visions in Sound, as this week we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the video game... Grim Fandango. Now, as mentioned before, the game combines several Aztec beliefs of the afterlife and underworld uh, with 1930s art deco designs, motifs, and a dark plot reminiscent of the film noir genre. Now, the Aztec motifs of the game were influenced by Schaefer's decade-long fascination with folklore, stemming from an anthropology class that he took at the University of California. Berkeley, and talks with folklorist Alan Dundas, I hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. With Schaefer recognizing that the 4 years journey of the soul in the afterlife would set the stage for an adventure game. Schaefer once stated, or stated that once that he had set on the afterlife setting. Then I thought, what a role! What role rather would a person want to play in the Day of the Dead scenario? Well, you'd want to be the Grim Reaper himself. That's how Manny got his job. Then I imagined him picking up people in the land of the dead, living and bringing them to the land of the dead, like he's really just a glorified limo or taxi driver. So the idea came of Manny having this really mundane job that looks glamorous on the surface because he has the robe and the scythe, but really he's just punching the clock. Schaefer recounted a Mexican folklore about how the dead were buried with two bags of gold to be used in the afterlife, one their in one on their chest, the other in their coffins, such that if the spirits of the afterlife stole the one on the chest, they would still have the hidden bag of gold. This idea of the criminal element in the afterlife led to the idea of a crime-ridden film noir style of the world. The game itself, and I've had a chance to play a little bit of it, I actually downloaded it from GOG a couple of days ago, and I've actually had a chance to play through it a little bit, and you know what? It's actually kind of interesting, especially with the remastered um, version that was that I, I downloaded as well. And like I said, it is still available on on GOG if you want to download it. It's actually pretty cool. Just be aware that uh, if you a certain video cards have problems with it, I will just say that. Um, so just be aware. Be aware of that. So in any case. Uh, the game itself is fun it, it it doesn't seem to shoot for the moon logic that comes from a lot of the sierra games and that sort of thing there are leaps of logic sometimes you have to kind of take a moment and think about it and make sure that you are not well um, one of the things that i found at least with the with the with the game itself was the fact that I kept there would get it would get to a point where you'd end up just like almost going in circles and you'd end up doing like the whole you know, kind of kind of trying to find the right combination to get to a certain point. Now, what I try to do as much as possible is try to avoid the idea of of grabbing a walkthrough and going through the uh, um, the game that way. I could do that, but I find that the, the discovery much more fun though. I will admit it can be frustrating when you get to a certain point in the game where it's just like, what do I do? I've done pretty much everything that I need to do. What else can I do? Sometimes the solution presents itself really, really quickly. And other times it like takes a moment to do a little bit of thinking outside the box. So I'm going to continue on with a little bit more music from Grim Fandango. This is music by Peter McConnell. We'll be back in just a little bit. A little bit more music from the 1998 game Grim Fandango. That's music by Peter McConnell. Now, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca, where, like I said, this show will appear in about a couple of hours' time. And we'll go through, and, and you'll be able to listen to it on uh, if on a downloadable app called Good Pods. Uh, it's for your phone or other type of devices. And you can also try me on Apple Music as well. <sighs> you know what? And I have just been thinking about this. We are into August already. In fact, we're almost halfway through August. By the end of this weekend, we'll be almost halfway through August. And I got to thinking about the movies that ha- have been kind of influencing and, and kind of going to be interesting to see what 2023 offers us in the last few months of the year. And I know I keep talking, I don't want to, I don't want to depress people because summer's not quite over yet. And the, and people say, Oh, well, you know, summer's so as soon as you hit, as soon as you hit August, the summer's basically over. Well, technically no, but Technically, technically, yes, kind of. In any case, what I want to say is this: is and I, and I do not say this lightly. Is that I'm also thinking about what's coming up in the in the in the coming weeks, which is is Christmas. Think about it; it's gonna it's coming. In any case, the uh, idea that I'm talking about is, and, and I'm also going to mention this as well. Um, I, it's not a surprise. That in September, um, a, a friend of mine will be coming from England. And in this case, it's going to be interesting in the fact that he is actually going to host the show. Whereas I will be operating, he will sit in a microphone position and I and he will, he will do the show. I'll be here as his, as his co-host. It'll be a first for the show and I think it's going to be rather interesting. I won't reveal what he's what the um, the topic of the show is because that's coming up very very soon. Like I said, we're a month away, and he is going to be showing up on the on the show in like I said about a month's time. So that's pretty cool. So game the the, the game grin grim, grim fandango. The game itself is. As I said, the art style is really really cool. And if you haven't had a chance to play the game, like I said, it is available on GOG right now. It's it's $17, but it for you know the it is kind of worth it to have uh, this this game in your collection. I have most of the LucasArts point and click adventures in the uh, in my collection. So it's kind of cool to be able to uh, to, to be able to go through those games from time to time, you know, like I said, the dig Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis loom, which I actually haven't played yet, but I hear that it is quite the game, but anyway, grim Fandango, like I said, there is humor there. And I mean, it's the land of the dead. There has to be humor there. Otherwise what, um, you know, what kind of, uh, of, of place would it be? In any case, I'm going to continue on with some more music from the game as we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of said game, Grim Fandango. And this is music again by Peter McConnell. And I'll be back in a little bit. And we're going to be talking about the remastered version of the game in just a little bit.
0: Thank you. tres, cuatro...
1: A little bit of music from the 1998 game Grim Fandango point and click adventure. Now the point and click adventure hasn't really gone anywhere and I'll get into that in just a little bit a little bit later on. But uh, welcome back to visions and sound as this week we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the point and click adventure Grim Fandango. Now if you're interested in any of the film television or video game music that I do play here on the show by all means you can contact me at of course Visions and Sound gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visions and sound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You know they don't call it Twitter anymore, but I'm still going to call it Twitter. I'm on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca, and there are lots of other places to find me as well as good well as good pods, a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices and you can also try me on Apple Music as well. Just type in Visions and Sound in the search engine. Do they call it a search engine anymore? I don't know, but I'm calling it that anyway. uh, Search engine and just, you can find me that way. Or just type in Visions and Sound and find me on one of your many, many podcatchers. Trust me, the show is out there, whether it's on my website or whether it's on one of the podcasting sites. So like I said... Welcome back to Visions and Sound as we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of Grim Fandango. Now, a remastered version, and I mentioned this before, was released for the uh, the Sony PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, Microsoft Windows, Mac, uh, Mac OS X, and Linux platforms in early 2015. Now, the remastered version was predicated on the transition of LucasArts from a developer and publisher into a licensor and publisher in 2013, shortly after the acquisition by Disney. A remastered version of the soundtrack was done as well. After the original Pro Tools sound files were recovered, McConnell, composer, found that some of the samples he had originally used did not sound good. The team opted to reorchestrate the score. Now, the game's soundtrack was fully orchestrated through the performances of the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra, for the remastered version of the game. Now, the remade soundtrack was produced under Nile Rodgers' label Something Else. It had a standard release of 37 tracks as well as a director's cut with 14 extra tracks, the latter sold exclusively through Something Else. It included the original score from the LucasArts Archives, new compositions by Peter McConnell, and new orchestral arrangements, as well as a new extended versions of jazz pieces remixed at Sony Computer Entertainment America. Now, in 2018, celebrating the 20th anniversary of the game, of uh, of the game, the soundtrack was released for the first time in the vinyl format. Hmm... If you ha- if you can find it on vinyl by all means have a listen to it it's uh, or or uh, pick it up it's pretty cool. So here played on the show tonight is the remastered score from Grim Fandango. You recognize a little bit of the music from before, but it's much more it's much nicer, it's much clearer and it's of course it's the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. What more do you want? So here's some music, more music from Grim Fandango. <laughs> and with a little bit of music from the remastered soundtrack of Grim Fandango. That's music by Peter McConnell. If you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter, at visionsound. You can also try me on the website, visionsinsound.ca, where the show will show up in a little bit. And you can also find me on Good Pods, a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices, and Apple Music as well. Just type in Visions in Sound. So I'm going to continue on with a little bit more music from Grim Fandango as we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the game. Back in a bit. with a little bit of music from Grim Fandango. We are celebrating the 25th anniversary of said program, or said game, rather. If you are interested in any of the film, television—well, well, it is a program, it's a computer program. Anyway, regardless of that. If you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me, of course, at visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me on my website visionsinsound.ca where this show will show up in a little bit of time and also you can try me on Good Pods a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices and I can also be found on Apple Music as well as many other uh, podcatchers as as well. So I'm going to continue on with some more music from Grim Fandango as like I said we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of said game And I will be back to wrap up the show, believe it or not, in a couple of minutes. So back in a bit. And that's all for me this week. Uh, Thanks for hanging in those that did. If you're interested, or rather, as we continue into 2023, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there that care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the support of a huge team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available in case of an emergency, please call 911 for immediate assistance. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868, one 844 here247 and here247.ca all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, join me next week for as we continue into August with another 25th anniversary celebration, this time of the video game Metal Gear Solid. I'll end off this week's show with some more music from Grim Fandango, and I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound.